Jeff, tell me what kind of protective clothing you wear and why you wear what you wear. Can we talk about that for a while? Protective gearing is something I, I'd really become interested in talking about, especially when you start watching all those YouTube videos. I'd like to talk about that with you. I'm Jim, too. And I'm Jeff Ott from Beekeeping Today podcast. And we'd like to spend some time talking to you about those special designer clothes that beekeepers wear. That non-beekeepers always wonder, where did you get that? At some local department store? You mean those cut-off shorts and flip-flops? Yeah. <laughs> I see those, like you said, on YouTube videos. I, I see that occasionally. And I cannot say that I would do that all the time. My bees are more temperamental than that, undependable. Well, let's get into that. Okay. You are listening to Honeybee Obscura, brought to you by Growing Planet Media, the folks behind Beekeeping Today podcast. Each week on Honeybee Obscura, hosts Kim Flottam and Jim Too explore the complexities, the beauty, the fun, and the challenges of managing honeybees in today's world. Get ready for an engaging discussion to delight and inform all beekeepers. If you're a long-timer or just starting out, sit back and enjoy the next several minutes as Kim and Jim explore all things honeybees. Jeff, I've made up an honest effort on all these podcasts not to have every one of these events be some old tired walk down memory lane. <laughs> but I've got to tell you, one of the places that beekeeping has really improved down through the generations is in this protective gear options that you have available to you. Yeah. When I, when I first started, you get a veil, and it tied on with strings, mm -hmm. and you got a converted painter suit, a white set of heavy coveralls, and that was it. That yeah. was what you got, and a pair of gloves, of course, which were modified work gloves, too, I might add. Yeah, or the or the, or the gray Oshkosh, and, or that, that type of work work shirt and pants, and the tie-on veil. I mean, that's just typically what you would start out with. Since I'm on this trail, really quickly, let me tell you one of the greatest advantages that happened. They moved, manufacturers moved away from wire, from metal wire in the veil mm -hmm. to nylon screening. On that metal wire, when you it brand new, beautiful veil just got it, and you perspire on that thing twice, just in a Saturday afternoon, seemingly that wire would rust through. So beekeepers <laughs> were notorious for having a big spot of duct tape. We even had duct tape all those years ago, right in the middle of their field of view to make up for that hole that had rusted through there. So there's just that. That's free. But... More often than not, we need to wear this. And I'd like to say now that, and, and you you didn't bring this up, but I'll bring it up. We, we need to wear at least a veil when we're in the bee yard. And I need to admonish myself as much as anyone because you're just in the yard so much. You're just going to run back and get a quick photo or just have a quick look to see if those bees are combining themselves correctly. And you don't slip on a veil. Mm -hmm. And that's when you're going to have a serious sting event around the nose or worse than that, around your eyes. I know it sounds silly, but even when I go to the bee yard to just check on something, uh, I'll put on a, at least a baseball cap because I don't like 
I, I personally don't like to have the bees in my hair. And, uh, and, you know, as soon as they get into your hair, they get into that fight flight and usually the fight instinct and, and reaction yeah. and, and it, you risk, risk something. And, and you mentioned around the face and eyes, that's, you know, some people like to wear that as a, a badge of distinction or badge of honor. Um, but, you know, for many folks, that's just not the way to go. For many folks, that is just not the way to go. That should be a take-home comment today from this discussion. <laughs> if if that's your thing and you're that confident around your bees and you've told other people who are not that confident not to do this, then go ahead and don't wear the protective gear. I didn't mean for this to go this way. Yeah. But I've had I've had bees, I've had a bee that crashed in behind my glasses and was bouncing back and forth between my eye and my glasses. Oh my. Uh, it's panic city. I mean, you're 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 just all over that bee yard, you know, in a flash, trying to get your glasses off, got to get your eyes closed, stumbling. And of course you got stung, but I it was late in the game and it was not stung directly in my eye. I had a student, Jeff, many years ago. He was mm -hmm. an international student upon his return home. He was, heaven forbid, stung in his eye, and it did it did cause serious blindness. Maybe partial, but the last time I heard, he was blind in one eye because of a bee sting. So there's oh that. Wear your veil. Yeah. We got nice veils now. We've got all of these uh, materials that don't rust. Wear those. All right, let's talk about something else besides direness about <laughs> not wearing protective gear. There is that. We don't want to talk about all the negative aspects, but that is why you wear the the protective clothing is, you know, not only do you have a little, maybe a welt on your finger or on your arm or something, uh, but you don't, you don't want to have a serious bee incident or a stinging incident in your eyes or up your nose or inhale or swallow something accidentally. Uh, it just is, it can become trouble, uh, problematic. Yep. It's been my experience uh, that I use different types of clothes mm -hmm. depending on what I'll be doing. Great point. I, I'm the same way. Well, what I'd like to do, Jeff, is to take just a minute and get our thoughts lined up on when we wear what and why and what we've seen other beekeepers wear and why. And let's get our thoughts lined up while we hear from our sponsor. Now that the honey harvest is over, it's time to think about winter. It's important to make sure your bees have enough stores to get them through to spring. Visit betterbee.com syrup to learn how to make your own two-to-one sugar syrup for fall feeding and to shop for a hive top or in-hive feeder to make sure all your bees get fed. Remember to stop feeding sugar syrup once your daily temperatures consistently dip below 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Visit BetterBee.com to learn all about fall feeding. BetterBee, your partners in better beekeeping. Obviously, the simplest thing to do, Jeff, is just wear a veil. Mm -hmm. uh, you said to keep bees out of your hair. I don't have any hair on my head. So if... <laughs> If you're bald, pretty much like I am, you're going to take a sting on the head. Well, ha thankfully, a sting on the head is not really particularly painful so much as it is just frightening, and it's mm -hmm. occasional. But the simplest thing to do is put on a veil. That means that mm -hmm. maybe your arms or your fingers are exposed or whatever, but you've done this before. You've taken the occasional sting. It's not going to be a big afternoon doing anything, and a veil at that particular time is enough. 
What do you think? I agree with your statement, and I have no problem with that. I I, I do like uh, having a, a even on the hot days. Unfortunately, I I prefer to have a jacket on just because how sticky or messy the the inspecting even uh, doing a quick inspection on a colony can be, uh, and I just don't want to have that the carry that propolis or the honey or whatever's on my hand or on my clothing back into the house. So if I have a, a, a bee jacket on, which is usually what I wear the lightest thing, then I'm only carrying on what's on my hands and I can, I can wash those, but the jacket stays off, the veil stays off and I'm good to go that way. Well, actually I don't disagree with you, but if I could, if I could agree with you by saying that was my number two. So if I'm <laughs> wanting to be out there just a bit longer, then I, I I normally wear half suits, jacket yeah. suits that the veil's attached to. Mm-hmm. You slip this on, and there's usually some queen cage corks, a piece of wire, something in the pockets there that I'm used to having there. You know, just whatever magic you, markers, yeah, mm-hmm. and queen and queen marking devices, magic markers. It's like I guess I don't carry that much, but this handy to have that around. So you slip on this bee suit, zip it up. And then you just have a, a, a little bit of confidence as yeah. you move along there. So anyway, starting at nothing, wearing a veil to wearing a half suit, just to slip that on, that's quick and dirty. Now, on those nights, I'm just a hobby beekeeper now. I have always been either an academic beekeeper or a hobby beekeeper, but in days gone by, I moved a lot more bees, and I worked with people who were moving colonies for pollination mm-hmm. and whatever. On those heavy Duty, work nights, hot, tiresome, crawling, lost, angry bees. That's the time for the full suit, top to bottom, duct tape, everything. I agree. Um, when when I am when I'm splitting apart multiple colonies, and I know it's going to be all day uh, uh, ramshackle in the bee yard event. I'll wear a full bee suit. Because they're like you said, there's going to be lost, confused, angry bees. There's going to be a lot of crawly bee, crawling bees. That's when uh, I like to pull out the full bee suit. I, I yeah, rarely, rarely do that anymore. But I want to rush. I want to just wait just a fraction of a second for you to stop talking, so I can say that's easy for you and me because we live in very fairly cool climates. But if you're <laughs> in those hot climates and Alabama and Florida. The West, Southwest, and you put that full suit on and it's above 90, it is incredibly hot in that suit. So you sweat yourself wet, and then the bees can do a better job of stinging through that suit. So (laughs) I don't want to turn off or annoy or frustrate the people listening who just love keeping bees and doing the work. But the more work you do, the more work you do, the more work you do, the heavier that protective gear has got to be. And the heavier the protective gear is, the more uncomfortable it becomes. Well, there are those bee suits, and I've, I've never worn one, but I've seen them advertised and seen them on the YouTube videos enough. They're, they're kind of like a, foam, uh, a thin layer of breathable foam that is supposed to be um, cooler than a typical cotton cloth protective coat or bee suit. Have you ever worn one of those? I, I actually, I have worn one of those. It was years ago. It's manufactured by a company that's probably not in, I don't know. I was manufactured by a company in Louisiana. 
I don't want to say that and them not be in business now, but it was. It was a breathable material, and it was mainly because the material was about three-eighths of an inch thick. And mm-hmm. it wasn't that the bees would not try to sting you. It wasn't that the bees didn't know you were in there. It's just their stinger would not physically reach to you in most cases. <laughs> and it was all right. It was a little bit scr- a little bit scratchy, a little bit itchy. So you had mm-hmm. to you wanted a t shirt on underneath or something. But it worked. You know, you made me have another thought. We had an experimental design. It was a hazmat cooling system. And it would would take ice water coming off of frozen pellets on your back and would using a battery and a pump would circulate cold water throughout this vest on your back and mm-hmm. chest so we tried to put it out under our bee suit and it was weird i mean your head <laughs> is uh, 96 degrees you know on the sun your your legs are burning up your arms and hands are hot and your Torso and your back are almost chilled down to 48 degrees. It was a weird feeling. (laughs) We've tried all kinds of protective gear down through the years. And the thing that I like now the most, the simplest thing that someone did that made life so much easier was the veil that zips open. Mm -hmm. So you can unzip the veil, take a drink of water, eat a sandwich, zip it back up, and go back to the bees, because if no heavy suits on, we just described those half suits. You have to open all that up, take that veil off to get it off. Bees here, bees there, wet, sweaty, sticky. That Just unzipping that veil. If I had to make a comment uh, that I don't know really who manufactured them enough to list them, but they, that's a nice addition to a yeah. bee suit. Yeah, just even getting a drink of water sometimes out in a bee yard and having that quick access would be wonderful. So I, I enjoy those very much. Uh, most of them are still white. Does it matter to mm-hmm. you about the color? You can get some in color. Yeah, yeah. But most of them are still snow white. I guess that is for coolness. Two comments on 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 the color. One is I, I like a, a darker color. Uh, when I'm working with the bees at night or if I'm moving bees at night, I like the, the gray or darker color. So it just doesn't reflect the light from headlights and everything as much. And also, if you're mentoring or if you're teaching classes, I like having a different color in my um, and I usually wear the jacket. But the the jacket is a different color just so I stand out and in, in, in the group and, and I can be found quicker that way. You're like the tour guide who holds the umbrella over their head. They don't, you don't have to do that because you're the, you're the guy in the, in the red bee suit over there. I like that. Well, that works well. well. It's not, it's not red. It doesn't stand out that big, but. <laughs> I have seen red bee suits. So, you know, there's, yeah. there's various companies where you can order the colors that you want. One of the things we, we haven't talked about yet, but it's probably on the, on the very first list of every new beekeepers purchases is a set of bee gloves. And, and. You know, I know there's some controversy whether you wear gloves or don't wear gloves, or I shouldn't say controversy, but there's social pressure within the bee, beekeeping community whether and, and to wear gloves or not wear gloves, and all the rights and wrongs for doing so. But let's talk about bee gloves, Jim. Is there a use for them in a bee yard? Oh, absolutely. I always, always have one, maybe two pairs of bee gloves under the seat mm-hmm. of my truck. So I'm in the bee yard, and things started off pretty good. 
but this is really getting to be obnoxious. The bees are stinging too much. Maybe it's early August and it's hot and dry, no nectar flow. I get those Mm -hmm. gloves out. And, you know, you mentioned bee gloves. As you go to bee meetings and people go get to the car to get their protective gear, you see them come back with dishwashing gloves and welding gloves and work gloves and Mm -hmm. all kind of things. Most of us do buy the designated bee gloves, but people people wear everything. This is this is how I've seen it work, Jeff. The first day beekeeping, really apprehensive, going to be stung to death. You know they're working dangerous animals here, so they suit up top to bottom. There's not a spot anywhere on them where anything other than an absolute monster bee could get to them. And that's okay. That's day one, step Mm -hmm. one, phase one. And then as that person grows and matures and their confidence builds, they'll begin to slowly take that equipment off. And and then finally they're out there like everybody else wearing a half jacket and as you know, an attached veil and the gloves under the seat of the truck. And then they stay there. But this is what I've seen happen as they go to more and more Mm -hmm. colonies then you go back toward more and more equipment because it's it's no longer a hobby. It's no longer every bee needs to be nurtured. When it becomes a business and you're paying someone or someone's paying you, you got to get the work done. And that's not a good time to be out there lightly dressed, no gloves on, light veil. Yeah. So the more colonies you get, the more work it becomes, the more you go back to the equipment that you wore when you were a brand new beekeeper. It's kind of a huge cycle. It's funny, isn't it? You're right. The more you're moving equipment around, the more, and, and I go back to my own, I tend to put on the gloves when I know I'm going to be doing moving a lot of boxes or breaking a lot of boxes around. If I'm just doing a quick inspection, individual frame here and there, then then I'm not wearing the gloves. But if it's if I got to do a lot of moving, I know the more I work, the more tired I get and less less um, careful I am, um, I tend to put on the gloves just to prevent uh, carrying a box of bees and, and, and getting stung and having to decide whether I want to drop the box <laughs> or, or, yeah. or, you know, just keep, continue moving. But that's, that's just me. I just, I think it's important to point out that, you know, if, if someone's starting out with bees, don't feel the pressure to go gloveless until you're ready to do so. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And if you if you if you want to put gloves on and you've been keeping bees yeah. 20 years, I yeah. don't care. Put your gloves on. Now, there needs to be a caveat here, Jeff, before we close this up. If you if you are some kind of apron inspector, you probably really need to either use disposable mm-hmm. gloves or probably not wear gloves at all and then wash your hands before and after. It would it doesn't make a good impression to go in with those classic <laughs> propolis covered, tired, well worn bee gloves where you've just come from the most diseased beekeeper in the state, and now you're going to inspect my hand, my hives with those gloves. So And that hive tool. <laughs> and that hive tool. So if that that needs to be a particular unique situation where maybe you're working a lot of bees, but you should not have a lot of uh, gloves on most of the time. Yeah, and you'll see a lot of the uh, videos and talk to the like the Bee Informed Partnership uh, inspectors and transfer uh, folks. They will be wearing those bright blue medical gloves as they go through hives, and they can just dispose yep. of them as they need to. Yep. Okay. As we wind down, 
and we've prepared to end this. Let me ask you this last question. Okay. What equipment do you have right now? What's your range of protective gear that you have right now? Oh, the range? Uh, I just have uh, uh, three pieces, I guess. I have a full bee suit. I have a jacket and gloves. And the, the bee suit and the jacket are, uh, I mentioned a brand name, but they're not a sponsor. Uh, BJ Sheriff. And it's all combined one kit. And um, that's what I've, I've had since the 80s, really. Um, remarkably the same, except I also have standalone veils. Yeah. So I have a veil that you can just put on quickly. I have the typical jacket type half suit. And then for those really bad days, long nights, I've got the full suit. But when I get that thing out, it's going to be a miserable time <laughs> when you need, with all that kind of work coming up. So, you know, wear what you need, beekeepers. Wear what you're comfortable with. Wear what you got. Uh, but wear it. Always back where we started. Protect your eyes and your nose. Otherwise, it's going to be some, some painful Potentially dangerous things. I would I would recommend you go ahead and and get a real bee suit though or bee jacket with a veil and don't try to home make it uh, with just a couple shirt a shirt and bunches of duct tape and leather gloves. Just outfit yourself properly for the hobby and you'll be more successful. You'll be uh, uh, be cooler in the temperature sense and uh, you'll be a happier beekeeper. You know I can't add anything to that. Nicely said. Good equipment equals a good experience. Yep. In most cases. That's my experience. <laughs> Can we thank everyone for listening? Because if they've hung on now, they've they've spent about, what, uh, 25 minutes here or so listening to us ramble on and on. And in 25 minutes, we can't cover everything. But get a, get a nice bee suit. Take care of yourself. I enjoyed it, Jeff. Thanks a lot, Jim. Thanks for inviting me on. Yep. Bye-bye.